Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love, linked in the show notes. Welcome to the weekly We Are LA Tech Remix episode. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hey, my name is Haley Hamer. I am a product owner at Healthcare Finance Direct, a healthcare fintech crossover startup in Bakersfield. Something went wrong with maybe like an analysis project I was doing or something like that. Nothing big or groundbreaking, but you know, something happened that I felt upset and I felt the need yeah. to apologize to my coworkers and be like, Hey, I'm sorry. I let you down. I'm sorry. I didn't hit this deadline or whatever it was. And then I think, what was it? Like maybe a couple weeks later, I ended up getting a call and getting an offer to take a new role in my company as a product owner. And I remember talking to my mom because my mom is one of my biggest cheerleaders. And she's like, Haley, you're like a broken record time and time again. You tell me, you don't think you're good enough. You don't think that you're built for this line of work. You don't think that you deserve to be where you're at. And then time and time again, something comes along to show you, Hey, you're doing a good job. And I was like, ah, woman, you're right. And so it's just this constant battle with myself of staying humble, but also not letting that drag me down from my own potential from saying, okay, yeah, I'm not the best, but I'm absolutely also not the worst. You know, I'm doing a great job. I'm, I'm growing, I'm learning. I have a lot to offer. I have a unique perspective to offer and all those things. And so, yeah, it's just, it's been a daily battle to wake up in the morning and say, Hey, I, I know I have a long way to go, but look how far I've come. I don't need to focus on, Oh, I, I'm lacking here in X, Y, Z, but I've also improved in ABC, you know? So it's an interesting one. It's, it's a deep, it's a deep one but it's good. <laughs> I think the journey to believe in ourselves, at least in our culture, it's a tough one and it ebbs and flows. And we have moments where we feel really strong. And then we have moments where we question our self-worth, at least speaking for myself. I have yeah. moments I feel really strong. And then I have moments where I question my self-worth. And I notice there's a lot of people that share that, especially in this digital age, where we get presented such Photoshop perfection all the time. Yeah. We're always wondering like, Am I matching up? Am I yeah. leveling up to, to what's out there, even though yes. what's out there is completely manufactured and not real? <laughs> yep. Nope. You're so yeah. right. It's like, I don't, my arm don't do that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so walk us through your day to day now working in healthcare. What does that look like? And what really sparks a fire for you about your day to day work life right now? Yeah. So a lot of what I do as a product owner, I mean, the textbook definition of a product owner is to maximize value. Very broad, of course, right? You got to keep it broad so that it's easy to, you know, morph a position into something meaningful. But I think that one of the biggest parts of what I do is kind of being a bridge. I am constantly, 
you know, making sure that there's proper communication between different departments and where I work, you know, so getting the engineers, the business rules that they need, you know, so I do work in healthcare, but it's also a finance solution. So it's like all that fun stuff related to HIPAA and confidentiality, but also like finance (laughs) and interest. I know so riveting, right? My God, I'm, I'm so, I, I'm just enthralled by it. No, but it is super fun. And so, you know, making sure that engineers understand that side of it, but then also keeping realistic expectations from stakeholders. So finance people, you know, COOs, CEOs, when they, you know, sometimes when you don't work in tech, you don't know the power of tech or sometimes the limitations of current technical implementations. And so making sure that we're all aligned and what we expect and what's going to come out of a certain project and how we can improve it. I also talk a lot with analysts and people who are more plugged into the data so we can make better data-driven solutions. And so it's really fun because I get to have my foot in every area you know, and not be expected to know everything deep down to the depths of the core of the earth on each subject, but being able to talk shop with everybody and legitimately foster creative conversations that move us towards building a better product. And it's super enjoyable and very enlightening to talk with people who are pros or seasoned experts in each of their fields. And I learn so much every day from engineers, business people, finance people alike, and it's, it's super fun. This is Rachel McCrary, the CEO and co-founder of Gather Labs. Gather Labs is a same-day concierge diagnostic company based in Beverly Hills. So I'm a fashion designer by uh, academia, and uh, most of my companies were were fashion-based. I invented a bra uh, called the RRX bra for plastic surgeons and for women undergoing breast augmentation of any kind. Uh, so my co-founders and I built that product and company still runs to this, to this day. And that, that's how, um, sort of how this, this happened is we were, um, we were servicing doctors and hospitals and first responders because we were already a medical importer and, um, you know, I don't know why actually when, when it happened, it was like, it was like this weird blur, like at the beginning of the pandemic where, um, we just got like all these phone calls. And I think that people had an assumption that because I had, most of the doctors we worked with, like had had an assumption that because I lived in Asia, that mm-hmm. I had access to these these things, you know? So right. I just, I did not, but I did really fast because of some people that I knew that did that. I never knew that I would need it, but I was friends with the people that, that did do those things. We were just volunteering. And then um, it just grew and grew. And then when it became bigger, uh, we uh, just increased our knowledge um, of, of it. And yeah, (laughs) but I made a bra for plastic surgeons is the short answer. And then that sort of segued into other things. It has far infrared yarn. It's similar to the health benefits of an infrared sauna. It's permanently bonded to the yarn and then knitted on a spherical compression machine so that it's really comfortable, lightweight, or decreases stretch marks and scarring. And anytime you increase cell turnover, uh, you know, it has health benefits. So nice. I actually am a huge fan of red light. So I appreciate that. Well, you need to know about the RX bra. (laughs) Um, So if someone were to land in LAX or Burbank or whatever these Los Angeles airports today for the tech community, what's an activity you suggest is a must that they do? Oh, beach volleyball. (laughs) <laughs> right? It's so quintessential uh, Southern California. You go and to Hermosa Beach or, you know, just go down there in the sand. 
Yeah, Hermos is absolutely exquisite. You're right. That is a good recommendation. I, it's, I feel like South Bay is one of those places that doesn't actually get a lot of like notoriety because usually people are thinking about Hollywood or Venice and South Bay is just absolutely incredible. That's a great one. And how about a restaurant that you recommend we all check out? A Sparrow is the new Concepts restaurant downtown that uh, caters to to those that uh, seek to have some some type of uh, entertaining dinner and some type of nightlife that has this like pretty special and epic cocktail menu and just a lot going on. Like you feel like you had like an evening, even though there's not a lot of that accessible anymore, you know? Hey, this is Amanda Light co-founder and director of growth at Nimbler.ai, an AI scheduling and communication platform based in Santa Monica. So I was finishing up one job here and I was just kind of ready to start something else, just networking, seeing what was out there. And I met um, my, who are my two co-founders now uh, through networking locally. And they're both based in Santa Monica as well. They had built a prototype at this point. So the problem that they had identified to solve essentially was the problem of no-shows in healthcare, to put it Put, to put it simply. So bridging that gap between patients and medical practices, the communication gap that results in a lot of monetary losses, gaps in care, things like that. So I loved the idea. I loved the size of the market, low technology adoption, the patient frustration, which I mean, you and I can relate to that as a patient trying to reach a medical practice and all the communication and back and forth that goes into it. So um, I loved the problem. I loved what they were doing. And so I kind of jumped on board and I got lucky that it was in LA, although. Um, like I said, I'm partial to LA. Family's still here and everything. So it'll be it'll be tough to get me to ever leave. <laughs> and tell me about how you met your co-founders. They're both LA based. So who are they and how did that come to be? Yeah. So they're Juan and Andres. They're actually both from Colombia. They're amazing. I'm so lucky to work with them. And they had co-founded a company together previously. So they they let me in on this one. I met them. I met Andres just networking essentially in Santa Monica. And like I said, they they were showing me what they had going on. They need someone like boots on the ground, sales, growth oriented, um, like marketing, customer success background. And I was like, let me in, let me do it. So <laughs> we, we took the, we finished up the prototype and I got my skin in the game, kind of hit the ground running together and we built the company up uh, to what it is now. And did you meet them at an event in LA? I met them through like a mutual introduction. So I was working in Santa Monica at the time and Andres lives and was working nearby also. So it was just through a mutual connection. We had some coffees. Being that you're like a huge part of your job is knowing a lot of people and networking, what guidance can you give to people networking in Los Angeles, especially in this weird time we're living in? Mm -hmm. Like networking was different before the pandemic. It's different now and it's probably going to be different again. So have any tips on in all these phases that we have to like ping pong through totally. how to network? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I certainly haven't figured it out yet either. But I mean, a lot of events that we thought we were going to have recently got recanceled. So there's been, you know, it's just very dynamic. I have the personality. I'm lucky, you know, I'm willing to kind of get out there and put myself in front of people. And like I said, I'm from here. So that does help getting some connections. As for tips, yeah, it's it's going to keep changing. So we just have to keep adapting. So I'll set up little Zooms. I'll meet people if they're comfortable, you know, outdoors for coffee that anyone even, for example, I'm in healthcare, anyone, whatever they're doing, I just think it's interesting and you never know who you're going to meet and connect with. So just being open. And I think people are looking for that. People are looking mm. for the person to come to you and say, Hey, are you free for a coffee on, do you have any time on Tuesday or Thursday? And, and everyone, I feel like 
you're, you leave that feeling refreshed and energized because we're not getting as much of that kind of social interaction right. even that we were in. And the social action that we are getting is not as much work-based and it's giving you, you can, when you're talking to someone else, you get that creativity flowing and understanding things from different perspectives. So I think just being the one, be brave, reach out and you know, what's the worst that can happen. Join thousands of people in LA Tech on our We Are LA Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.